0: Hmm. I should start working on my cosplays for GeekCon. Wonder what'll be good this year. Hey, Glix, any ideas for cosplay for GeekCon? Celest, why don't you ask someone who has a corporeal body rather than the AI of your ship? I mean, that's a good idea, but who? Initiating cosplay protocol. Bringing over Paris cosplay in 3, 2, 1, engage. (laughs) Hi, Paris. Welcome to the Planet Geekery. Hi. Today on Talk, we're talking about cosplay. Glix, what is going on? We have received a signal from a new area on the Planet Planet Geekery. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 130 of Com Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Celeste, and today we are talking about cosplay with Miss Paris Cosplay, who is really awesome. She is a Christian, and she loves Jesus like we do, and and she cosplays some really cool things. So, Paris, how are you doing this evening?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I'm excited to be here, Celeste. We are excited
0: to have you. Uh, There is a taco machine around the corner. So if you get hungry, just, you know, run on over there, assuming that it's working for a while. We have problems with the taco machine. Every once in a while it, like, goes to different ships or gets ejected or, you know, things (laughs) happen. (laughs) So let's get into talking about cosplay. Now, just in case you don't know, because I know you're not from our area, GeekCon is our local... Uh, Comic Con, mm. where we I regularly cosplay. Um, I don't cosplay all the time. I just cosplay for for that because it takes me that long to put things together.
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, what got you into cosplay?
1: Yes. So, I actually am foggy on which, like, where I exactly started cosplay. Um, so it was either princess parties, where I dressed up as Moana for the Renaissance Festival. And people started asking uh, if I did princess parties. And I said, no. And I started to think about it. And I Googled Houston princess parties. And I literally emailed all of them. I got an audition and I became a party princess. So it was either there or in 2017, I attended my first anime convention and I dressed up as uh, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. So I don't remember yes. which came first, but it was one of those. One
0: mm-hmm. of those. Either way, that's that's pretty awesome. I've looked into doing the princess party thing, but I just don't have the, <laughs> the ability to do that. But it looks like a lot of fun. Okay, so we mentioned that you are a Christian. So tell us a little bit about yourself outside of of
1: cosplay, your faith, what that looks like for you. Just, you know, we'd like to get to know you. Yes. So I became a Christian in seventh grade. And interestingly, I grew up with a new age mom and an atheist dad, So or stepdad. So I'm actually the only one in my family that is a Christian. And my best friend at the time uh, her name's Alexis, and we're still friends. She had invited me to her church. And I remember mm-hmm. going for social reasons just because it was something fun to right. do. And I remember they would give the invitation of, like, raise your hand if you don't know who Jesus is. And I would – I remember forcibly putting my hands in my lap and, like, I am not doing that. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> and one day they had this lifehouse skit. Um And it was called With Everything. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm -hmm. But uh, basically, it's this girl and she's falling into all these temptations, just like love, money, and none of it is satisfying her. She's constantly feeling abandoned and rejected. And Jesus is there the entire time, even though she feels like he has left her. And in the end, Mm -hmm. he's just like, and like. All of the sin and all of the horrible, bad feelings just like go out all over the place, and I was crying. I was a seventh grader, just bawling my eyes out, and I was like, "I want that so bad. I want to feel like I'll never be abandoned, and there is always going to be someone who's never going to leave me, no matter what I do, no matter what guilt I feel. Uh, they're never going to leave me." And so that's when I came to Christ, and I believe I accepted Christ into my heart and into my life, and. I feel like my faith is a huge part of everything that I do. It's why I treat people the way I treat people. It's how I communicate with people. It's uh, in my work. It's my uh, charisma. I mean, I think everything in my life is connected to my faith.
0: That's awesome. We are firm believers of including God in everything you do. Mm -hmm. Um, Personally, Dallas and I are. And so we... That's how kind of how we ended up coming with up with geek devotions is we're like, well, we're geeks and Jesus is everywhere. So let's uh, let's combine those two. (laughs) Okay, so on your social media, you have a lot of balloon cosplays. Why balloon cosplays? Why
1: balloon cosplays? So I've been friends with Josh, uh, Balloon Josh, uh, for a really long time. I met him actually working an event at, oh, no. What is it called? Bedrock City Comics. I was working an event at Bedrock City Comics for Houston Hero Headquarters, and I was Harley Quinn. And me and mm-hmm. the other entertainers uh, went to go greet the balloon artists, and we were like, oh my gosh, these are so cool. And he was actually like getting off the clock, and he was like, I'm so tired. And we were like, please. And so he's like, fine. And so he made us um, a rose from Beauty and the Beast, and it was so legit and so cool. But anyways... That's Uh, awesome. We collaborated with him, and uh, over COVID, um, over quarantine, uh, I actually like stopped cosplaying and I took a break and I just quarantined and played Animal Crossing. I think I have six hundred hours on Animal Crossing, and that's um, impressive. As we started nearing normalcy, it wasn't normal, but as we started nearing, you can go outside. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, Josh, let's collaborate again. And we did Hatsune Miku. And it went viral on TikTok. And I was like, on my TikTok. He didn't have a TikTok. And so I was like, Josh, Mm -hmm. you need to get on TikTok. Like there's a platform for you here. Like they love you. And so he got on TikTok and he got addicted. And so at that time I was on unemployment. So I wasn't working. And we were cranking out like three balloon cosplays a week like we were we were like we were like we've been in quarantine we are extroverts like we need to crank out this content and I will say I personally burn out he's still going he's an energizer bunny. I burnt out so now we do like two a month still a lot yeah Uh, but yeah that's how we got into the balloon cosplays we became like this dynamic duo of like like I was like the poster child of the balloon cosplays and he's the talented, amazing balloon artist.
0: Right. He is definitely very talented because like the the outfits I'm sitting here going, I don't understand how he makes the balloons do that. Like it's so, mm-hmm. so awesome. So Insider actually featured one of his videos. So did they contact you? Did they take a video that was already there? Did they contact him? Like, how did all of that
1: work? Yes. So Insider reached out to Balloon Josh and asked to collaborate. And uh, we were really excited. He obviously, he wanted it to be me because this was something like we started together. And so he was like, will you please do Mm -hmm. this? And they requested Belle. Um, And then uh, the wig is from Fairytale Headquarters, uh, where I work for the princess party. So it was kind of like a little trio co- collaboration. Um, but yeah, they reached out to us and, and we filmed it all here at my house and it was so much fun.
0: So that all sounds super fun and super cool. And I lo- was so hyped to see that video. I actually went and followed balloon Josh on TikTok Cause I was like, this is cool. What's happening here. Oh, and Josh <laughs> um, is
1: also a Christian and he, yes. And really? we both have ministry degrees. So that he has awesome. a bachelor's in ministry and I have a master's in ministry.
0: That is fantastic. Well, this leads into the next question, which is how do you incorporate your faith in with your cosplay?
1: Yes. So you probably already do this based on just your mission and everything that you guys do, but same approach mm-hmm. of a lot of people feel like you have to put your faith and your hobbies and interests on a scale. And it's like, do I love God more? And does God weigh more than my interest in my hobbies? And I tend to look at it uh, as more of an integrative approach of God is in everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's in your speech. He's in your food. He's in literally everything. And so it's not like, does God weigh more than cosplay? It's God is like a part of my cosplay. He's in my cosplay. He's involved in it. Uh, It's gratitude. It's thanking him for the opportunities that cosplay has brought for bringing this, uh, passion and interest into my life. Uh, so it's really going about it in a, in a, a, a uh, gratitude way and including him in it, uh, having an opportunity to share the gospel with people through cosplay. Um, and so yeah. that's kind of how I try to integrate my faith into my interests and my hobbies.
0: That's awesome. Like I said earlier, Dallas and I are big into including God in everything because I mean, he's, he's always around, uh, kind of how we started geek devotions. Mm-hmm. So, and just how we, we ourselves approach life. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's nice to hear that we're not the yes, only ones. And
1: my <laughs> approach and I guess beneath the tangles too, name drop. Um, oh, yeah. cause I love that yours is like geek devotions, and it's very clear what your message is. I feel like myself and Beneath the Tangles, uh, we're more present ourselves as like a cosplayer and an anime blog. And then behind the scenes, we have faith kind of uh, yeah. at the back, uh, not at the back, but like at the, as the foundation for what we do. And so it brings opportunities in a way that's like, we're getting non-believers coming onto our platforms Mm -hmm. and it gives us an opportunity to speak to non-believers. And I have had way more opportunities than you might think. Um, Just by Mm -hmm. showing God's grace and compassion, I'll have people in my messages just telling me what they're going through and what's going on. And and I'll wait for the opportunity where someone will be like, why are you being so nice? And I'm like, honestly, let me tell you why. And, I think that's really awesome because I'm not trying to force anything on anyone. I'm not trying to uh, hit you in the head with my Bible, but I want you to see like, this is what Christ does. If you have ever experienced any religious trauma or church hurt, and that has caused you to turn away or reject God, like I feel for you. And I'm so sorry that you experienced that. I want to show you who God really is. So
0: yeah, that's great. Sounds like you uh, you have a heart for for that specifically for church hearts mm-hmm. and things. So we have multiple facets to geek devotions. The podcast is part of it. The YouTube show is part of it. But we also stream on mm. Twitch, and our motto for there is "You're more important than the mm. game." So we will pause the game we'll turn off the game if someone needs to talk if they need prayer if whatever but other than that we could range from anything from we're talking about deep theological things to talking about what our favorite topping of tacos are that. so <laughs> it's a, v- a mixed bag I, now i
1: love that that's m- awesome
0: yeah it's a lot of fun so currently we've been playing through kingdom hearts yes <laughs> because I've never played and it's an interesting experience yes
1: I have found too that people are not willing to listen if you approach them with criticism and judgment but when you approach them with grace and love and you really see them for who they are and Mm -hmm. love on them regardless of their differences they're more open and susceptible to hearing where you're coming from
0: Absolutely. That in relationship, if you can build even just a virtual relationship with somebody of they know how you respond to things, they know that you're someone they can trust. Yes. Then they're more likely to hear from you what actually needs to be said in their life. Yes. So and God uses that.
1: Mm -hmm. He does.
0: Well, speaking of our our listeners and our other people, we have a Facebook group and we put in there earlier this week. Asking for questions. So would you be okay answering some questions from our listeners? Sure. Okay. So the first one is, what are some of the basics someone should have to get into cosplay?
1: Basics. I think some of... Oh, that's a good question. Some of the basics someone should have to get into cosplay... I don't think you need anything. That sounds weird, but you can start cosplaying with literally anything. Like you could have some makeup and you can do your face paint to look like a cosplay that you like. You can have a closet cosplay. Just go in your closet and put pieces together that look like a simple character that you like. Uh, You can start by putting your hair in pigtails and wearing a black dress and being Misa from Death Note. I, I don't think you have to have any basics. I think you can start with what you have at home.
0: That's awesome. I I would agree. I love low key cosplays Mm -hmm. that it's like, these are comfortable clothes, but I look like somebody. Yes,
1: I have a (laughs) Isabel cosplay from uh, Animal Crossing. And I literally I had like, you know, those monkeys that have like the little arms and the legs and you can like hook it to your neck. I like cut off his arms and made them dog ears and I pinned them and they look like little dog ears (laughs) and just like did my makeup. And that was Isabel. And it was cute.
0: There you go. Yep. She is adorable, and mm-hmm. now I kind of want to go find a monkey to cut off the arms, and we make it Dallas to cut that part <laughs> out because it sounds kind of creepy. It does. <laughs> he might leave it in though, knowing him. <laughs> I really will leave it in here for you. Sorry, babe. Okay. So the next question is: Do you repurpose cosplays for, into other characters slash pieces you make for them, or do you just keep everything for one cosplay?
1: It depends. Um, I repurpose wigs a lot, and I have a lot of wigs. Um, I don't really repurpose cosplays. Oh, I lied. I, I am. So I have a Misa cosplay, and I'm planning to repurpose mm-hmm. that for a Bowsette in the future. I'll use the same dress, but I'm going to swap out the wig and accessories. Uh, so there is that. Um Uh, Sometimes, honestly, there's a lot of cosplays that need the same pieces, but I try to store my cosplays together so I can just grab the Mm -hmm. whole thing and it's all together. So I've actually gotten to the place where if if two cosplays need the same piece, I would honestly rather buy the matching piece so that I could keep it all together because I want to be able to grab it and run. I don't want to have to run around digging for the white pair of leggings or whatever it is that I need.
0: I totally understand that. So, okay. So what has been your favorite cosplay to make or embody or what is one you really want to do, but haven't
1: yet? My favorite to embody, I think is Seraphine and honestly right now, Starfire. Cause I feel like I'm a little bit of like a kinny with them. Uh, so S- uh, Seraphine's from league of legends and I love yeah. that cosplay. And um Starfire, I just feel like I kin with, so I'm like, oh, I love this cosplay so much. Uh, my favorite one that I made, I I made um, a Christmas a sleigh bell, Katarina, also from League of Legends. Um, so I I sewed the I had I honestly got a dress. It was a big Santa dress, and it was mm-hmm. really big and ugly. I wish I had pictures, and I. <laughs> totally reconstructed it and sewed it into a tube top dress. And then I added uh, fur. I sewed fur to the bottom and to the top. And then I 3D printed the daggers. And so I was really proud of that um, as a project. Uh, But since it's a Christmas one, I'm like, it's not really my favorite, but I did really love it.
0: That one looked awesome, just from the pictures. Thank you. So, and I love that you took something that already was existed and repurposed mm-hmm. it, because it's not like you're having to go and buy all the the fresh materials and sew all the seams. Like it's the
1: yes the
0: the what I consider the easier way. Although I'm not sure it's easy or not. But
1: yeah, I so yeah, I'm hoping to make my first full made from scratch cosplay this year. That was one of my goals. We'll see if it happens because I work crazy hours and I'm very busy and I have to keep up with Patreon. And so we'll see if it happens, but that's my plan for this year.
0: Okay. So how long does it take you to plan and prep for a cosplay?
1: It depends on the cosplay. I'll be honest, the balloon cosplays, we literally pick out something the night before like i'm like what wigs do i have what can we do with this wig and then we like just wig it so that's really fun uh so those are really fast um for i need to think of examples it just depends on the cosplay like some of them are really quick and thrown together and some of them take more planning uh like if i need to alter something or style the wig or uh okay for example i'm gonna be doing uh like the the uh, full demon version of Nezuko, where she has like. Oh, yeah. The, and um, that one's taking longer because I'm going to do like tattoos on my legs for her. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I honestly haven't even seen season two yet. I need to watch it. But I know she has. We the, haven't started it yet. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So. Uh, we t-
0: we just watched M- Mugen Train. Mugen Train? Yes. I don't know how to say it. We just watched the movie like yeah, two weeks so ago. Yeah, it
1: and so good. I have to prep the effects, So that one takes longer.
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Or if you're hand making your cosplay, that takes longer. Like 3D printing right. and painting and buffing. That takes longer. So it just depends on, like, are you buying the cosplay and, and putting it together? Or are you making, or are you altering, or are you adding? It, it I mean, it depends. There's not really a short answer for that.
0: <laughs> okay. So what do you think is your most underrated cosplay? Like, it's one that that either comes from a show that's not very popular, or it's one that you feel like doesn't get the reaction you would think, you know, however you want to interpret that.
1: I think C2 from Code Geass. I thought that's... <laughs> I thought that photo shoot slapped and nobody cared about it. But I was like, what? So, yeah, C2 from Code Geass.
0: Nice. <laughs> so I just, we, I haven't watched a ton of older anime, but we started Code Geass. Geass, Geass? I, I can't say words. But. Um, <laughs> like maybe a year ago. And I was like, this is really good. And then we got into Demon Slayer and I was like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. this is really good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I tend to hop around. Okay. So do you prefer well-known characters or original characters?
1: I actually talk about this with one of my friends a lot. Um, I am honestly very trendy. I'm not even going to lie, and I think it's because I'm very extroverted and I love community. So I like things that I can talk mm-hmm. about with other people. Just like right. even video games, I prefer uh, games I can play with friends because I'm very mm-hmm. social. So I love things that are trending, and I like to be in the know so that I can talk about it with friends and like you know, uh, it it maintains my interest. Uh, mm-hmm. But if there are cosplays that are like not very well known and I really love the character I'd still cosplay it even though it wouldn't get the the traction that maybe I would think it deserves but I do tend to be more trendy to be honest
0: I love a good cosplay when just looking at other people's that you're sitting here going wait what
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you have to think about it for a second because and we've talked about this before on the podcast we like to interact with the cosplayers Mm -hmm. so I love to find a cosplay that's really like hard to to peg because mm-hmm. then I'm sitting here going I recognize that and it provides an opportunity for conversation yes there, are- like the guy Go ahead. oh there was a guy one year at uh at geeked con that dressed up as quail man and from Doug I don't know if you remember that yeah. show if you ever watched that show and so it looked like a guy just walking around with underwear over his pants and Dallas is like quail man and the guy goes yes one of two people That's thank you awesome,
1: That's awesome. so on that yeah hmm. on that same token um sometimes i now that i've said that i don't like to cosplay characters that are so overly done that i'll just get yeah. drowned into the crowd so like Nezuko, again, I actually, like, don't love wearing her to conventions because so many people wear her. So then I feel like I'm just, like, blending in with the crowd. And I want to stand out in One of the Nezukos. Yeah. So, n- no hate to Nezuko. I'm a Nezuko cosplayer, too. But sometimes I feel like I get drowned out with all the other Nezukos.
0: Yeah, I understand that. So, how much money do you limit yourself when you're beginning a cosplay?
1: I am very much a cheap skate. I've actually learned in my short cosplay career that sometimes quality is better uh, just to make it last and so that it looks good but for I will still try to find my cheapest way to get things done <laughs> So honestly I think the most I've ever spent on a cosplay is two hundred dollars. I don't think I've ever spent more than that. The average I think I spend on a cosplay is probably around sixty dollars
0: that's not bad yeah. because there's there's a lot of things out there that you can spend money on when it comes to cosplay Mm -hmm. so yeah keeping it keeping it that low is pretty good i'm cheap say okay so the same person asked this question and this next question in case you didn't couldn't guess that it goes building upon that question uh do you increase your yearly budget Or do you keep a do you have a budget if like I'm going to spend this much money on cosplays this year, or do you you increase it as you go? Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like how how does that work for you?
1: I don't budget. I probably should. The way I have logic is because I do make money off of cosplay. So to me, Mm -hmm. I'm like cosplay pays for itself because I have all these things that are helping me fund it. So that's why I am grateful for Patreon because it helps me. Be able to afford the cosplays, and then TikTok helps yeah. me be able to afford the cosplays because I'm on the Creator Fund. So it's like that money just goes back into cosplay. It's not like <laughs> I put it back in. Um, yeah. But
0: doesn't doesn't pay you bills, but it does pay it for cosplay pays for
1: the cosplay. So uh, does the budget change? It depends on how much I love the character. So if I am mm-hmm. like I love this character, then I'm willing to spend more on it because it's like it will make me happy and I love it. If it's a character that I'm not like totally obsessed with then I'm like okay how could I make do this as cheap as possible because it's highly right. requested um and I don't really care about it but I still want to do it
0: yeah absolutely okay so where do you recommend shopping for supplies from
1: Everywhere. I really like, uh, for fabrics, I like high-fashion fabric in Houston. If you're not in Houston, I know, like, the go-to is Hobby Lobby. Um, Going to Hobby Mm -hmm. Lobby, getting your fabric there. Um, For for cosplays to buy, um, I actually really like Amazon. I think Amazon has great cosplays. I like, I often personally look for, I don't know, I look for cosplay businesses. So like I just ordered mm-hmm. a Mona cosplay. I got it from Doki Doki. And then like, I just look for, I watch a lot of YouTube videos too. I'll look up like cosplay review for this character. And if I like one, I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to order that one. Cause it looks good on her. So I recommend doing your research. If it's a cosplay you really like and you want to buy it. And then, uh, finding one that you really like and then finding who made it and then buying that one. That's what I do. Yeah.
0: So for those of our listeners who have not interacted with your social medias, where can they find you uh, so that they can see all the amazing things that you do?
1: I keep it super easy. You just look up Paris Cosplays on literally everything. So Paris Cosplays on instagram twitch youtube facebook on tiktok it has an extra s because paris cosplays was already taken but everywhere else it's just paris cosplays
0: and we will have links to all of that below in the show notes Yay. so well paris thank you so much for coming onto the ship i will get glicks to send you back to your home and uh we will talk to you next time Don't forget, guys, that this is Anime April. We are in the midst of all the anime things. We had a uh, review on the website come out uh, on Your in April. We've had uh, devotions on what did we do devotions on? Devotions on Spy Family and I'm thinking. I know these. I wrote two of the four of them. Um, As of this coming out, Dallas will be doing one potentially on Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know if he's still going to be doing that. He may have changed animes. I don't know. So check out all the things. So. Okay, well, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. So until next time, stay
1: devoted. Peace and love.